Hello, bloodless dogs. Protect your data. If you must drink milk, make sure it is fresh. Todd and Rob, how are you? That was a start. I have fresh okay. milk. <clears throat> oh, besides, welcome to the Exapio. That I have, too. I have fresh milk. What's her Not name? Not even going there. Not going there. Her name is Donald. Ooh, Donald Sharapova? <laughs> it is Donald Sharapova. <laughs> Boy, that's nightmare fuel right there, isn't it? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if it was the, I mentioned that because Todd, uh, Texas, uh, Robin, Rob and I this week when, when Todd, uh, Rob was saying, Todd can't make the show. We can't do the show now because of blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and, and uh, I, I don't know how it got to, oh, and I said, well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I said Donald <laughs> Sharapova and, uh, and or Todd said that, and then I said I threw up a little bit, and I think it was a t- Rob that said tight. Nope, was that he? was not me. No, so that was Todd tight. because by, I didn't okay. have a fucking clue as to what the hell the two of you were talking about. <laughs> yes, I said that was tight. It's like yeah, that would the fact that you threw up. Yeah, just and as I tight. Just, I let it go because yeah. Yes, the fact that you threw up a little was tight, and right. Donald Sharapova. <laughs> Rob let it go because he's much more of a Kristen Bell fan than a Maria Sharapova fan, but that's fine. So anyway, it's true. So Joe Biden made his pick for vice presidential uh, candidate uh, this week in Kamala Harris, which it, we were watching Bill Maher. Uh, Donna and I were watching Bill Maher last week, and Bill Maher was making a joke about, oh, which um, which uh, woman of color will Biden choose for his running mate? And I said Kamala, because that seems like the obvious choice. And it's a good choice. She's a good choice. Um, but he did choose Kamala Harris, which wasn't a surprise to me. And I don't think, even though I've seen a lot of news shows this week, who said, oh, kind of a surprise candidate. No, it's not. Why is it a surprise? She makes complete sense. How is that a surprise? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she's smart. She has a good background as far as Attorney General of the state of California. She's been in the Senate. She knows how to run uh, government. And she may have to, unfortunately, you know, if Biden if gets elected twice, he's going to be near 90 years old by the time. That's done. Or mid-80s, anyway. Anyway, I thought Kamala Harris was a, was a wise choice. What do you guys think? I think she's not racist. She's not a homophobic ass clown. We win! Already better than what we have. But she is a nasty woman, though, isn't she? Isn't she nasty? She's I, 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 nasty in that woman. Janet Jackson kind of way, and I think that's good. <laughs> I thought about that. It's funny. <laughs> I think uh, Tucker Carlson <laughs> disputes your claim that he nominated Kamala Harris. He named... He named, he named Kamala or Kamala or however he wants to mispronounce Mamala. her name. I think it was Mamala. Yeah, that's his. Uh, and, and almost immediately, one of Trump's inner circle promotes the whole thing. But well, is she really eligible? Because after all, her parents. Oh wait, her. Well, for one thing, her dad wasn't a Nazi, and Donald Trump is eligible. So you know, she's born in Oakland. She's eligible. That's, that's the end right. of the story. And and yet they constantly have to float these clearly racist. <sighs> Okay. Unbelievable. Best thing I saw about this this week was uh, Herman Cain tweeted that he didn't like her as a VP (laughs) and released a video that relentlessly slammed uh, Biden and Harris. And I thought, hang on a minute. You're fucking dead. How are you tweeting from beyond the grave? He's not dead. He just. No, no, no. Herman, didn't he die? His soul exists. Yes, he's dead. His human body died. Wow. Oh, let's face it. One of the one of the, pod, did, one of the Todd people, no Pod people. <laughs> he is one of the Todd people. When did when did Herman Cain join the Republican Party? Because honestly, that's when he, when his soul died. Uh, if, if, there's, if there's any better demonstration of how brain dead the GOP operatives operatives are operatives, God should be Monday. 
how brain dead they are is like the fact that they would use the Twitter account of someone who died from COVID because he attended a Trump rally. Oh, good choice. Very good choice to use that as your pop puppet of the moment. And sadly, a lot of Trump supporters probably don't know that he's dead because, well, for one, he's black, so he doesn't matter to them. So, yeah. And it's fake that he's dead. And it's fake that he was in Tulsa. And it's fake that he tweeted about how important it was. It's fake that, that he was alive in the first place. Yeah. It's, well, he was a pretty fake person. Uh, an alleged business. No, you want fake, fake people. The uh, Was it Trump, I think, actually said that we shouldn't like her because she sounds like Marge Simpson? Yeah. So I didn't get that either. I'm like, what? Well, or- no, the uh, the actress who does the voice of Marge Simpson came out with a, a thing uh that they animated with Marge Simpson going, the hell? No, she yeah, doesn't sound it. like me. I'm not supposed to get into politics because I'm a cartoon, but I don't get that. Neither does well, anybody else, Marge. Don't worry about it. Well, Trump's first response was, you know, the name, to his nickname, because he has to have a nickname for it because that's, you know, he operates at the first grade level. Actually, most first graders have grown past that, but he operates at the pre-K level. So she's phony Kamala or Kamala, whatever he's going to actually call her, <laughs> because because she will step back from her experience as a prosecutor. She, will, she won't admit that she's done that. And it's like, she seems to talk about that at any moment where it's relevant. She certainly doesn't shy away from that. So, wow, that's, that's the best you've got. She's going to lie about something that she never lies about, so I'm going to call her phony. It's like, yeah. Wow, I can't wait for the bloodbath of the VP debates. It's funny you said that because that when she was nominated or when I heard she was nominated because I wasn't there, I'm not that important. But when I heard she was nominated, the first thing that popped in my head was Mike Tyson versus Marvis Frazier. <laughs> and I can just imagine that's how the VP debate will go. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, obviously it's going to last for two hours or whatever it lasts. But Pence is, I mean, he's not stupid. I'm not no. saying that, but he he's also has no charisma and he's just, he's just nothing. So, I mean, if, if Harris, she needs to, this is the thing that worries me is that she's going to so overpower Pence in that debate that she might come across as too overpowering in that debate. You know what she's going to come across as she's going to come across as ambitious and we can't yeah. have ambitious women. Exactly. She's Especially one of women of color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I will say he does have a secret weapon. Marvis didn't have mother in the ring with him. And and I'm sure she will be there comforting and holding his hand. So because otherwise, I don't think he could actually be on the stage. That's not his wife. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But I just I just it's going to be so whenever it happens, I I guess it'll happen virtually, which probably is actually good. Yeah, well, I mean, right, exactly. But it's just going to be, like I said, it's just, I can just see Harris, and, and I'm sorry for the whole off off the ring or out of the ring issues that Mike Tyson has had, but it, the format fits because Mike Tyson just comes yeah. out and knocks Frazier out like immediately, and that's what Harris is going to do in the debate. She's going to come out strong, and Pence is going to be more like the Frazier type where he's going to be kind of defending or, or whatever he's going to try to do, and it's just going to be so one-sided. Um but she still needs to play it smart because even though she people does. don't, there used to be that the you know people would say, oh, you don't vote for vice president, you vote for president. But that's no longer the case. You you vote kind of like 
the reason that they've raised so much money since Kamala Harris has become the VP nominee is because people like Kamala Harris, especially liberals, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still worry because of uh, the country has Donald Trump and and voted for Donald Trump as president. And so there's still a whole bunch of people who want to have Trump as president that she'll come out too strong and they can somehow use that against her because she needs to be concise and tight in what she says, not just argumentative. Yeah, she has to guard against coming out as nothing but an attack dog because that will be phrased with a different term for dog by a lot of the Republicans openly. Uh, that was a mistake that, that Bob Dole made back in the day because he was basically set up as the attack dog when he was the VP candidate for Gerald Ford. And, and what does that tell you? How far has the Republican Party come now? Bob Dole's actually hu- a decent human being. Yeah. And he was the attack dog. Yeah, exactly. And that actually hurt the ticket because he was viewed as, oh, man, he's just he's just mean. He's just harsh. And it's like because they didn't want Gerald Ford being mean because Gerald Ford couldn't be mean. So she does have to guard against that. Uh, here's here's how it's going to go. Obviously, she's going to just demolish him because he's. He is articulate considering his views, but he's not really all that well-spoken. So he's going to get shredded and he has terrible views. But the GOP will say, you know, oh, she's just, well, they'll say she's uppity, among other things they'll call her, and mean and harsh and nasty. So they'll come up with all this kind of crap. And they'll also say that Pence won because he wasn't reduced to sobbing within five minutes. So they'll see that as a victory. He might uh, be. Yeah. He might be. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He should be. <laughs> so, yeah, she does have to guard against coming on too strong because, frankly, uh, she could just make random comments. She could read her grocery list and, and appear more presidential than Pence. Uh, and, and that's the important thing about this nomination. We talked about this before. Is like she's not nominated as vice president. She's nominated as the front runner for 2024. And that's what that really means. And people who have a brain, which is the majority of the country, hopefully this time, know that. So it's absolutely critical that he nominated someone who can be president because she's got a big step up in 2024 as this. Even if, God forbid, even if uh, if hell freezes over again and she doesn't win. So, yike. I I really like the pick. because could freeze over because of the postal service. Uh, Yeah. Isn't that a fun little thing yeah yeah i mean it's uh it's funny because it's you know they've started and so to be fair uh we've seen a lot of if you're watching the news postal service like oh and in eugene oregon they've they've redistributed mailboxes and in montana they've done something with mailboxes maybe this has gone on the whole time but the fact that there seems to be an an intentional act going on by the federal government trump um, as far as things with the postal service, it's anybody with, as you just said, Todd, anybody with a brain could put one and one together and it equal Trump shouldn't be president anymore. This is just, it's amazing where we've come as a country yeah, in just four years. And the fact that we've had to swallow his stuff over and over and over and over again. And to be honest, it's probably, maybe he didn't do this intentionally, but it's smart on his part because if you keep remaking the news cycle every 24 seconds, you become, uh, you just become blind to it or, or yeah, desensitized to it. 
yeah, people become inured to it. Here's and I know Rob is probably pulling up the quote because he shared him. He shared uh, <clears throat> part of an actual federal law. And Trump's quote, they need that money, talking about the post office, they need that money in order to have the post office work so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots. If they don't get those two items, that means you can't have universal mail-in voting because they're not equipped to have it. Literally said, literally said, If and then it continued, if we don't make a deal, meaning with Congress, because he says this is leverage to get them to uh, work on the, the pand- pandemic relief, which, of course, the House passed back in May. Uh, if we don't make a deal, that means they don't get the money. That means they can't have universal mail-in voting. They just can't have it. So openly stated, he wants to cut funds from the post office to change the election. Let's see. Whoever knowingly and willfully obstructs or retards the passage of the mail or any character or conveyance carrying the mail shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than six months or both. This was a law, law that uh, came out June 25th, 1948. Which, by the way, uh, Donald and his lovely concubine both received their mail-in ballots on Wednesday in Palm Beach County. So isn't that interesting? And, and it's typical of Trump's every move. Testing is bad. It just makes the numbers go up. But the White House staff gets tested every day. Mail-in ballots are terrible, but he uses mail-in ballots. Like, yeah. It's interesting. Oh, because he can't things. be around people who are lesser than he is to yeah. actually vote. Yeah. It's Which is everyone. It's so interesting how those things work with work for him, but they don't work for you. Yeah. And like I said, we've talked about this before, but when I lived in Seattle and voted, it was all mail-in. It, I mean, it wasn't a special circumstance. That's how they did the mail. Right? That's how they did the voting because it was just a lot more efficient to do that than people trying to show up to schools or wherever they would show up to try to do the voting. Right. You'd get your mail-in ballot in in time. It was all, there was no issue with it. That's just how it was done, and it was done without any issues. Unless, of course, you take away the mail, which I've noticed I haven't gotten as much mail lately, but maybe that's because I figured out that well, I'm... they've been sending it to me? Good Lord. No wonder I got yeah. that, uh, what, uh, coupons for Dave's Pizza, which doesn't even exist around here. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. yeah, well, Dave's, yeah, they, they figured out that I'm trying to live in the attic behind the wardrobe <clears throat> now, I think, and then uh, I stopped getting my mail. Yeah, I'm still waiting on a piece of, I'm still waiting on my absentee ballot for the primary, which I won't get in time because it had to be mailed earlier than Tuesday. Uh, yeah, to, Florida's weird because we have two different primaries. We got the Super Tuesday one, and then we have a local uh, primary for all, for local offices in August. But uh, also waiting for a book that uh, should have been delivered a week ago Friday. Still waiting for it. And it was it was mailed on July 27th. Uh, so What's yeah. the book? It's, it's a book by an author of uh, someone. It's actually by Donald Sharapova. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. We should be fair and, and, you know, say something that Trump did lose Adolf Trump, his brother. His name's already <laughs> but um, but I, I I do maybe he died of cancer or whatever. I, I find it odd that they're not releasing the reason he passed away. You know what I'm saying? So no, no, or maybe we'll really never know because that would be too close to home for Trump. But um, I mean, he did lose a brother, so um, so and I don't want anybody to die. Clearly, it was the brother that he considered to be his favorite sibling and the person he also called his best friend. Which I'd never heard of. I'd never heard of the guy before. No, I didn't know he had any siblings. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, this is this is the brother who who sued to keep the niece from re- releasing the book. By the way, so well, Karma's a I, bitch, dead man. 
course, that story passed away fast, and then the book was released, and then, yeah. oh, we haven't heard anything else from it. Maybe it wasn't, I, I, I didn't get it. Did you guys buy it? I did not buy it. I read or enough. Is that the book you're waiting for? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the book I'm waiting for from Donald Cherapova. Yeah, uh, I've I've read enough excerpts, like I'm sure we all have, and our and our seven listeners have. We talked about this in pre-pro, Ted. I'm sure you have your copy. And there's the mention. Uh, I, I think I think the issue is is that the reason it didn't make a a bigger, a more long-lasting, I should say, impact is because okay, so it's more confirmation of what everybody already suspected or knew. He's clinically insane. Okay. He, he's an, he's an evil money grabbing son of a bitch. Okay. So the people who support him don't believe it. And the people who <clears throat> would believe it already suspected as much. So, <clears throat> oh, more confirmation that he's the mutant spawn of Satan and Hitler. I was like, okay, fine. Cool. <laughs> I'm down with that. You know, we've got one huge this week, which is the democratic primary or not primary, but the convention. Um, so that'll be interesting because it's all virtual. What are you? What are you guys expecting? Are you going to watch uh, a lot? Any? None? Um, and what do you expect to to glean from the convention? Uh, wasn't glean a toothpaste? Gleam, gleam, oh. like you're gleaming, gleaming the globe. I just made that up. <laughs> gleaming the globe. ah for the great days of video. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm just going to watch at the very end when Joe spins that top. I want to see if it falls or if it keeps spinning. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. Nothing. I'm gonna watch. I got nothing on this. I yeah, watch Kamala because I'm like she's, she's pretty. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, and Michelle Obama has the first uh, address for Monday, the closing address for Monday night, which I thought See, was interesting. I haven't seen who's speaking and when, so that's interesting. So uh, Michelle is speaking on Monday. It goes through Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. And Joe obviously will be Thursday. I'm assuming Kamala will be Wednesday. Uh, you know, I can't remember if it was Wednesday. I think Kamala was originally, I can't remember if she was originally slated for Wednesday or not. Obviously she will be now. And, uh, the real president is Tuesday. Okay. That's what, that makes sense. So we got Michelle Barack, um, Mm -hmm. maybe Kamala and then definitely Joe on Thursday. Yep. I wonder who else is speaking. Uh, Julian Castro, I'm assuming is going to be one of the speakers, things like that. Just about everybody uh, will be speaking. I'm actually slated for for Wednesday, but it's three it's three a.m. and it's just here. So it's funny. It's I almost made the joke that I was going to speak at three forty five a.m. So I, I got <laughs> well, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the lead in. <laughs> I've got fifteen minutes. There's just going to be a whole bunch of Andy Warhol paintings behind me. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean. It's it's almost like a sporting event as far as you can really uh, get if you're a well-spoken person who who likes to publicly speak like Barack Obama. Yes. You get a lot of feedback from, you know, the crowd. Just like if you're a sporting team and you're for instance Bayern Munich who won 8 to 2 over Barcelona yesterday and you're getting that, you know, feedback from the fans it kind of uplifts you as well, just human nature, but it'll be interesting to watch it all virtually. Um and and just I, I guess people are going to be able. I, the good thing about having it virtually is you would be able to get a whole lot of feedback from everyone else via Twitter and Facebook as far as instant reaction. Um, so I'm assuming the Republicans have it. I know they usually space it out like more than just a week, but do the Republicans have it next week or do they have it? I can't recall if it's next week or the week after. And and of course, it still seems to be kind of influx of how much of it will be in person and how much won't and. 
because of their they were going to have it in charlotte and then uh they shut down the state and went oh apparently not well then it it was tulsa then it was jacksonville right and then it was charlotte is that what's happened with the republican convention yeah they're just popping around just wandering around going oh where can we where can i exist and everyone's going "Eh, not here fuck off here's here's the lineup of the keynote speakers so it's actually uh, this is just a few hours ago bernie sanders and michelle obama monday then tuesday and I'm not going to, there's like 8,000 names of, of all, the, all the speakers. So the keynote Tuesday, and this is the one I missed. It's actually Tuesday and it's Dr. Jill Biden will be Tuesday. Then Wednesday is Barack Obama and now added Senator Kamala Harris. And then of course, Thursday is, uh, oh, that's really weird. It's not, it's Dan Pfeiffer, whoever Dan Pfeiffer. <laughs> now, uh, it's Joe Pesci. It's Joe then- Pesci. Uh, oddly enough, and this is an, it, um, Governor Kasich will be speaking. John Kasich will be speaking at the Democratic National Convention. Uh, former Republican Governor John Kasich. So, uh, so that's Ohio, where we are. Right? Yes, of Ohio. So that's where we we're at. Thoughtful Republicans are now speaking at the Democratic National Convention. No, All right, Cuomo, then. Cuomo's not speaking. Seems oh, like they, should, they make him obvious. Well, there's there's a million. Like I said, okay, this is a Monday. Million Cuomos. There are a million Cuomos. Uh, Klobuchar. Cortez Mastro, there's Como, there's Which, there's Whitmer, Clyburn, Gwen Moore, Doug Jones. Uh, they're all speaking. That's Monday night alone. Then your 2028 candidate, AOC, she will be speaking Tuesday night. Uh, Bill Clinton will be speaking. Chuck Schumer, John Kerry. So yeah, there's. I like there's... how you mentioned all these names and like Bill Clinton's like an afterthought. Like oh, oh yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> guy named Bill. Kind of is at this point, right? Wednesday, 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 Hillary and Elizabeth. So a pair of nasty women, Gabby Giffords. So uh, yeah, they got some major. That's interesting. Major so they've made Wednesday a, a female strong day intentionally. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not judging it. But yeah. that's what it seems like they've done. Well, then, then they've then they've got uh, Tammy Duckworth, Tammy Baldwin. They're both speaking. Andrew Yang. They're actually letting Andrew Yang speak, and that's Thursday night. That's interesting. On Women's Day. Now this oh. is this is every this is the Democratic Party. Every day is Women's Day. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Fidel Castro is speaking, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> He'll be tweeting. That's right. From he, the he, dead. He will be tweeting. He and Herman Cain share the same room. Um, they did. And I like Fidel. But uh, anyway, so there was something else I was going to say, but it wasn't going to be that that important or special. So let's move on. So Rob has something about a a bad gene story as oh, far as uh, is it the <clears throat> the genes the lucky brand that's going bankrupt well is no it, <laughs> i think i honestly am I'm classifying this as clickbait from cnn business of all things it's the kind of porn i'll watch um <laughs> wow considering Click, the uh, clickbait uh, or cnn <laughs> no, the, the headline from tuesday was r.i.p genes and i thought what they're closing the Le- all Levi's factories, or some, or it was going to end up being a fashion thing. Um, it has n- this. This entire article has nothing to do 
with blue jeans or anything in the fashion area. It has nothing to do with chromosomes or anything related to that type of genes. It also doesn't mention Gene Gray, Gene Kelly, Gene Simmons, Billy Jean, Gene Hackman, Gene Upshaw, Gene Roddenberry, Gene Siskel, Gene Garber, Gene Ogerland, Gene Stapleton, Gene Smart, nor the 80s band Gene Loves Jezebel. The word Gene is in the title, and that's fucking it. What the hell is it? It had nothing to do with anything. It was an article of random words just kind of thrown together with a title that made me go, the fuck is this talking about? I still Sounds like know. every article I write for 12 Main Rising, just by saying. <laughs> oh, is that what? Hang on. A, oh, written by Lee Vowell. Got it. Yeah, I believe it. That was I, just the most asinine thing I've seen this week. And I've seen a lot of asinine <laughs> things. Trump is still president. Well, allegedly. <laughs> provided he was in the first place. I don't think he was. Hey, here's something that's asinine. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Todd. No, I was just thinking, I was thinking of chromosomes immediately. It's like, yeah, I can see why the genes are, are leaving. You were saying, sir. <laughs> no, I was going to say something that's asinine is the Cardinals have to play 53 games in 44 days. Baseball has still found a way to screw themselves up yeah. through this whole COVID-19 thing. I don't even know if the Marlins, if they're even playing at this point, because I totally lost track of them. The, the Marlins have been doing, a, have actually yeah. been playing more than the Cardinals yeah. at this point. Since they came back. So they have fewer games to play in fewer right. days, or the same amount of days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amused by all the cutouts. Have Have you been keeping up with the cutouts at the stadiums? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cutouts. The, uh, cutouts are good. I, I do love that. That uh, you know how in uh, like basketball, you've got what Spike Lee is always at the Knicks games, and uh, was it Jack Nicholson's always at the Lakers games? They have a thing for the Toronto Blue Jays. Getty Lee is always at their baseball games. <laughs> there is a cutout of Getty Lee in the Toronto stadium, right where he's supposed to sit, which I think is awesome. Uh, but and I think I sent this to you guys. Someone had, because you can pay uh, the teams to print these cardboard cutouts. Someone made one of Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's and had this cardboard <laughs> cutout put up in the stadium, which I think, I don't know, I don't even remember which stadium it was, but I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was too. You sent us that. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I thought about doing the 30 bucks that it would have taken to have my, uh, have my face in... Um, in uh, at T-Mobile Park in Seattle, but I, I didn't end up doing it. But I thought about doing it. I, it's a funny idea. I mean, it, it's not that much money, and you know, you could see your see your face in the stands maybe at some point. But it's just kind of the novelty of the thing. I thought was pretty fun. Every I like game that. I have seen this year, whenever they wander over all of the all the cutouts in the stadiums, there's always a Waldo, at least <laughs> one. Which I, that that's funny. And I'm wondering if it's the same person who just went to every stadium. Or if there's multiple Waldos, Ooh. I think would be interesting. Now you've just blown my mind because that would change everything if there's multiple Waldos. So I was, I was looking at the standings so far that we've we've had through a third of the season. And the Yankees, it's so weird to say, the Yankees are 14 and 6, a third of the way through the season. But they're uh, two games up on the, on the Orioles. That shows you how weird of a season it is. That's a weird um, season. <laughs> the Twins are a game up on the Indians and two and a half on the Tigers. Uh, the athletics, athletics are pretty awesome, actually. Uh, four games up over the Rangers and the Astros are four and a half back, 10 the, and 10. They, the A's have had two walk-off grand slams already. <laughs> Such a weird year. Yeah. Um, the Marlins are still in first place over the, over the Braves because nobody else in the National League East can actually stop tripping over their own feet. Uh, the Cubs are three and a half up over the Cardinals who are four and three, a third of the way through the season. <laughs> God, I'm making that up, but I'm not. The Dodgers are uh, two games up over the Rockies because they've fallen back. Um, so I don't know. It's it's just a weird season. They were talking to I was listening to 710 ESPN Seattle, and they were talking to one of the Mariners writers 
our beat writers. And uh, he was just saying how strange it was that they, you know, they had their first day off in 20 days after playing straight through. And he was just like, this is the craziest season I've ever been a part of because it's like, not only does the team not get off, but everybody covering them and the announcers, the beat writers, everybody is that they don't have a day off from work either. It's just like you're, it's literally like baseball is always a marathon instead of a sprint, but this year it's truly like a sprint. It's just such a crazy season that they probably shouldn't have held, but. And, and according you know, to all the damn commercials, this sprint has also been bought by T-Mobile because those are the only commercials that are allowed to be shown at baseball games this year. And sadly, I can't see any improvement because I have sprint. But yeah, I mean, somebody's <laughs> probably going to end up. Somebody's probably going to end up batting, batting five hundred or four hundred. Five hundred would be awesome. Four hundred. I mean, it's just I don't know. Everything is going to come as Rob and Todd have both pointed out previously. Everything's going to come with an asterisk. Whoever wins the World Series, at least hopefully, it'll be a team that we expected to be good in January of this year. Um, right. You know, instead of some random team like like the Orioles, which would be ridiculous. Yeah, but, someone that just gets hot at the right time, which easily uh, could happen this season. What do, we've what do gone we on think? a winning streak of an entire week, and that's all yeah, we needed. Pretty much, that's a yeah. Fifth of the season, exactly. What do we, what do we think about the the genius pitchers for for the Indians, Mike Clevenger and Zach Plesac, and their amazingly smart move? Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, let's go hang out with buddies. Let's go out and party. And oh, well, no, Plesac admitted it uh, up. For, almost as soon as he did it and they got him a car and drove him home. The, the other guy um, was on the team plane with the rest of the team. When he admitted it, I'm like, no, you admit it before you get on the plane, you get a talk, you get a car too. You know, instead he, he's the guy who in, uh, potentially infected the rest of the team. Yeah. For, for, for those that, that don't know, both of these idiots decided to go out and do things you shouldn't do in a pandemic, like hang out with people and not have a mask or not maintain social distancing. And as both the Cardinals and Marlins have found out, that's not a good idea in the middle of a pandemic. So they are both down in the minors, hanging out for at least 10 days. So yeah, at least the Indians wisely said, listen, uh, you guys are stupid. So I was talking about this with my brother and this was also in pre-pro because it was yesterday. You know, just the fact that people somehow want their rights and decline to accept their responsibilities continues to amaze me. And these guys are making a little more than minimum wage. They don't, they're not missing that $600 uh, unemployment check. That, which that is not even off. 600 bucks now. It's 270 which, which, back to 275. Yeah, yeah, which was 400 and then it turned out, oh, that's not really 400 It's really 300 and now it's not even that. That was a two-day um, story. Yeah, yeah. So how can you be this incredibly, and this happens with different teams every once in a while. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to bring a woman up to my room or try to. <clears throat> if you're a Seahawks receiver. Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's an undrafted rookie who, wow, smart move there. Yeah. Let's put our entire season at risk because I'm a moron. Yep, exactly. And immediately uh, got cut and will never be picked up by another team. So he yeah. just made a stupid. I mean, maybe the lady's lovely and everything. And hey, maybe they end up getting married and be married for 60 years, which in life actually matters more than football. But at the same time, if this is your only chance of right. doing the job that you want to do, that's your dream, and you do this, you're just stupid and you don't deserve to be on a team. Yep. And that's the whole thing. 
team. It's like, I'm going to put myself before my team, before my coworkers, before ultimately my family, because it's like, I'm just going to hang out with someone. And then who knows if they've been exposed. <sighs> I, I would be just as happy if Clevenger and Plesak don't pitch for the rest of the, season, of the year. And frankly, if I were the Indians, I would make a deal for them in the off season. And because they're both really who good. Pitchers. Take them. Well, next year, I think maybe some people would take them, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't move them now because no one would take them now, just like you said, but I don't want them on the team. I absolutely do not want them on the team. I, you know, it's like, I mean, I was talking about this again in pre-pro that speaking of the Seahawks, if Bobby Wagner had done this or Russell Wilson had done this, guess who's out of training camp for at least two weeks. And even, and I swear I would honestly consider making a deal and getting rid of them. Yeah. But the point is with Wagner and Wilson though, is players like that, not just on the Seahawks or Tom Brady, right. for instance, they wouldn't do that. And that's one thing right. that separates them mentally from stupid players like this. Again, right. maybe he gets married to this lovely lady and they're married for 60 years. And that's really better for a human being. But at the same time, don't be stupid. Right. If you, oh, I've got a chance to actually work in the job that I've dreamed of my whole life and been working my ass off to do it. Sure. And then you do that. And it's like that mentality, you probably don't deserve your shot. If, no, he doesn't. And if that was his priority, then he should have been with her instead. And not been in camp. Very so, true. You know, and, like, and I'm just hoping he didn't. He knows this lady. I don't. I don't really. I haven't right. taken time to look at the story and see what was going on. But hopefully, he didn't just meet her somewhere and like, wow, that's. Then in that case, you're really stupid because, as you guys have just said, you've exposed your teammates right. possibly to something. It's just like good grief. It's it's mind blowing that when we've seen the example of what the Marlins are having had to go through and what the Cardinals are having to go through that people are still thinking about themselves instead of their team. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, uh, just to get an opinion on this, have you guys seen what the NFL is doing to people who are opting out of the season for because of COVID? It depends on two two different things, but yeah. They're, they're, there's, uh, the players are supposed to be able to receive up to $350,000. If they they're, can prove that they are... Yeah. Uh, have a high risk there's other players and you may be about to hit on this and i'm sorry i've interrupted you but oh, other players who don't have that same risk they only get 150,000. so the players that get 350,000, they receive that but they're also they also have the ability to have their contract told for a year which means they have a chance to make the team next year the players that are lower risk that get 150,000, do not get that same option so they take the 150 and then they, they could be done where the other player who, who can prove that he and, and there's like the Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman who's actually a doctor who chose not because he's high risk to opt out, but to actually help people in, in COVID-19 situation. Right. Um, they, they get that money and then they get their contract told. So it's 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 a weird thing. Well, that I NFL think about doing. it is that, you know, the, what? Oh, no. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Teachers, meanwhile. You know, they don't yeah. get the option of opting out if they want to keep their jobs and exactly. they're not getting any. Well, they're not as important. <laughs> exactly. That's just, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a proportion thing. I understand that, you know, of course, they're going to take the money. If someone says, we'd like to pay you this amount to stay in shape and play a game. Well, well hell yeah, I'll take that. But then, the then there's 50 may have 150,000 may have to be paid back. 
it, is that's the important thing. Like if they don't make the team, they could. It's more like a loan instead of something that's given to them. So if oh, they choose to go that route, oh, they and don't make the team, they could have to pay that back. It's oh, still, so, so it's like the payroll tax cut. Yeah, that, if you, exactly. That's putting, money in, that's putting money in our pockets. Except then, oh, we'll have to pay it all back in a lump sum. Can't wait. And guess who's not paying it back? Most of yeah. those players who make one hundred fifty thousand. So yeah. they're screwing themselves. Right. Yeah. Speaking of, of teachers, and I don't know if you guys saw that the, one of the Arizona school districts had to back off of their plan to go back to school in person because a hundred teachers and and staff decided, you know, we we're not down for that. We're not coming in. So they forced their district to go online. So good for them. Speaking of Absolutely. Arizona, that one uh, asshole sheriff didn't get uh, didn't get elected again. No, he did not. No, I, I'm surprised this. I mean, because the world is the way it is. But he was such an asshole and such big news for a while. Him not getting real. I mean, I don't know what the guy who who is going to win or lady who's going to win his seat. I think it's a guy, but I, maybe he's even worse. But I, I don't think so. I, I, from my understanding, is they were able to turn out a whole lot of young um, Latin American vote. And that's what caused him to lose his job, which is exactly what needs to happen in November. Not Latin American vote, but just getting the people. Anybody. Yeah, exactly. Getting, and, and that's the thing that Biden has to, Biden and, and Harris have to prove this coming week is while a lot of people are voting for Biden because they don't like Trump, they need to double up on that and get people on the convention who watch this week to also vote for Biden, not just against Trump. And I think that's that's an important thing they need to do this week. They do. They they need to. Uh, one thing uh, that Hillary made a lot of mistakes in her campaign. Uh, wow. Especially but, late. And that's what cost her. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I've got this state sewn up. And so I'm surprised you don't, you don't, you don't. So uh, obviously Biden's not going to do that because that's a pretty clear uh, lesson. But she her message on the national stage seem to have devolved into I'm not Trump and Biden has to make it clear that there's more to him than that. And I, and he's been doing that. And I think uh, he'll, he'll make sure that it's kind of a two pronged attack. It's like, yeah, not only am I not Trump, but I'm actually good for you. I'm like honey nut Cheerios. So uh, you mentioned sheriffs and reminded me that one of, one of the lovely sheriffs in Florida, because we are the greatest state in the union, hence the Florida man names. This Florida man is a sheriff, and he issued a proclamation that there would be no masks worn by deputies in his department or anyone coming to their, to their office. Like, okay, so <laughs> let me get this straight. You're in the state that has the second highest number of cases in the country. So it's one of the hot spots of the world. But that's cool because y'all ain't wearing masks in my place. This is no longer a debate, nor is it up for discussion, was his uh, comment. Ah, yeah, that's a really good idea, dude. Yeah, I saw that on the news. That's just, you know, the sad part is that's not even shocking because of what we've been desensitized to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like I was making a joke yesterday about how, you know, times are so rough that I had to sell a couple of Jews that I own, right? And that's fine because they're worth something. But the blacks that I try to sell, they're worthless. You know, I'm not getting any money for them. <laughs> this has been the final show of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's, if I were to say something and mean it like that, I mean, yes. people would be like, oh, yeah. And how long that would that would last? Like, you know, if I was somebody noteworthy, not leave owl, if I was like whoever and said that, it'd be like, oh, 15 minutes. And then after that, it's like, eh, we've moved on to something else. That's oh. that's the world we live in. That's the sad part about it. 
That's true. And you are noteworthy now, my friend. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope we get eight listeners. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And and that's just like you said before, is like every 24 seconds, seemingly now Trump has something new and it's just this onslaught of maybe that's why he tweets so often. Idiocy. I think that's sanity that, yeah, we just become inured to it. And it's like it doesn't matter anymore. And it's like, oh, here's here's the new impeachable offense of the day. <laughs> it's just endless endless horrific shit that he should be in jail for <sighs> and as a friend mentioned to me yesterday uh she donald really sharapova actually it was a different friend but it's just a just a friend it's not donald sharapova that uh she really thinks that the only reason trump is running for re-election is because it will delay his jail time by four years if he wins <laughs> i mean she was serious isn't it no i believe it i think there's very that's a, a very valid point uh <laughs> unbelievable the crap yeah. this this bastard is pulling off. It's crazy. Uh, hopefully, uh, Pelosi does more than think about calling the House back in, and she does call the House back into session to deal with this this uh, destruction of the post office because that's what it is. Yep, yep. And and by the way, if you do get a mail in ballot, it doesn't have to be mailed back. You can drive and drop it off. That's the important. That's that's an important part is that yeah, you yeah. don't have to just mail it in. They actually, you can drive not too far. Hopefully, you've got a post office a post office close to you, and drop it off. So the whole thing is just it, he's he's changed the narrative so much on that, yeah. and so <laughs> non commonsensical that there are things if you think about it, like Todd just said, you could just drop off the ballot. You don't have to mail it in. You don't have to drop it off at the post office either. You can drop it off at your county commission, uh, the board of elections, wherever you live. So Unless you're in Alabama, of which there are only four in the state. Yeah, well, make the drive. Or you could actually stand in line and wear a mask, which I'm actually considering doing. Uh, we've seen a lot of memes where it's like, well, you know, if I have to die by standing in line, I'll do it. Yeah, I will. It's like I'm, I'm more and more I'm, th I'm thinking of like, unless I get my ballot like early, like I mean – early October, because I don't, actually, September, I have to check and see when Florida's going to mail those out. June. I'm not, I'm not going to trust it. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> so it's definitely worth it. Hey, Rob, I, I got to ask you this question, because, you know, you had a, you live in a state where the governor was suing the mayor of Atlanta, and it seems like this past week, I guess, he's kind of changed his tune a little bit as far as, like, Oh, you should really wear a mask. I'm not going to mandate it per, uh, so much, but you should wear a mask. It seems like he's done not a 180, but maybe a 120 on the issue. Is that right? I'll be honest. I stopped paying attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was when I first saw that he was even running, I saw, ooh, Kemp is running. And I thought, that's great. It's gl I'm glad that Sean he's got Kemp? something to do after his <laughs> NBA career that was not as you know, <laughs> Was very underrated, and then I went, "Oh, it's not Sean Kemp." Well, maybe this—it's the guy who's bored playing right field for Atlanta. Oh, it's not Matt <laughs> Kemp; it's Brian. Kemp. Who the fuck is Brian Kemp? Um, One of Sean's children. Yes. You know what? It—it it could be, but that—that that would confuse the Republicans to find out that he's half black now. Um, Just like Roman King. Jeez, no, the, the the guy's an idiot. I'm looking forward to voting him out. I didn't vote him in in the first place. Um, yeah. I, I am still slightly worried about <clears throat> being non non Republican in this state because uh, during the last election, when uh, when the the orange bastard got voted in, 
<clears throat> our, our schools were out to make things more convenient for voting because dragging your kids to a polling station makes sense. Um, but I had uh, my youngest with me at the time who was like eight. And I said, look, we've got to run an errand before and then we're going to go vote. And she goes, OK, that's fine. And we walked into the grocery store and she starts skipping down an aisle going, we're going to go vote for Hillary. We're going to go vote. For-. And I'm like, oh, uh, not not don't do that. And I'm getting looks from people going, how dare you vote for I'm like, yeah, bite me. Yes, I am voting for Hillary. I mean, John Hillary, the Republican with the third district. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. This this could be why he did his, his 120. I just see that the White House released. I'm sorry, they didn't release the report. That's the key thing. The White, the White House created a report stating that they strongly recommend a statewide mask mandate for Georgia. Current mitigation efforts are not having a sufficient impact and would strongly recommend a statewide mask mandate dated mm-hmm. August 9th. Informing Georgia that it's in the red zone for both cases and rates of positive tests. Of course, they don't release those reports because that makes Trump look bad, admitting that there's anything going wrong other than the the virus that that just disappeared in April because it got hot. That's right. So, so his 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 orange master cracked the whip and said, <laughs> "Hey, you, you, maybe you should make this mandatory." So, of course, he's he's doing the one just like our fool, <coughs> death governor, death sentence. And, you know, it's like as soon as Trump says something, it's like, oh, I got to I got to pucker up. I got to suck right on that because that's <laughs> orange master. I like that. I'm, I'm the only one who lives in the state. I live in a worse state than you guys do. At least your states could be in play, I guess. I'm not sure about Georgia. Florida could be. Yeah. But, I mean, we have 92 people on our state Senate and five of them are Democrats. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm in a lost cause here, which was the opposite when I lived in Washington state. It was, you know. I'd, people would come into the store I managed at the time and speak to me about uh, very liberal views, like I would assume it. Um, and, and maybe I did, but I still didn't like people just walking in and assuming I agreed with whatever they believed, even though I agreed with them, um, which is worse here because I disagree with them and they still assume, you know, I'm going to agree with whatever they espouse. Um, anyway, so my, my show sheet, I, the, the thing I had was baseball a third of the way through the season, which we talked about. And then I had stone. I stopped at stone. So I have no idea what that means. So I guess unless you guys, I literally no idea. The rolling so, stones. <laughs> I guess so. stone. And then there was a cursor and I'm like, Nope, no idea what I was starting. So unless you guys have something else, that's, a, that's our show. Stone Roger ponies, stone. stone ponies, stone, oh, stone ponies. That's right. So anyway, they, they all had pretty mouths. <laughs> Just like Donald Sharapova. That's right. Well, thanks for listening to the Nikki X happy hour. I'm Lee. That's Todd and Rob. Have a good week. Tune in next week when you'll hear Ted say... <laughs>